0: Welcome to this very special podcast.
1: We are your hosts.
0: I'm Charlotte.
1: And I'm Jonathan.
0: And our mission with this show is to help you integrate your heart, body, mind and soul.
1: We believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is the gift of wholeness through integrating all aspects of what it means to be human.
0: Your journey to become even healthier and happier starts right now.
1: Welcome to Wellness Theory, the podcast. Today, we're going to give you the lowdown of meditation.
0: We sure are. So when it comes to meditation, we tend to fall into three different camps. The first camp is usually people who know all about it and absolutely love it. Then we have the second camp where there's people that know that it's good for them, but they don't really necessarily know how to start and really maybe why they should. And then we've got like the third camp, which is very much people who don't know anything about it, but want to. So today in this episode, we're going to share with you, we're going to be talking to you if you fall into those last two camps specifically on how, why and where you should start.
1: Nice and my. I like to tell you a bit about my experience with meditation. For those who kind of watched some of my videos before, um, you'll know that my experience of meditation a um, long time ago is pretty much non-existent. So I didn't believe in it at all. Um, I used to hear a lot of people talk about it, but I would. I would just think it's very hocus pocus, wooey. And um, type stuff is like, how, how can this stuff actually work? How can sitting down or laying down and closing your eyes and thinking about something or not thinking about something um, make any difference to the results you're trying to achieve? Um, and it took me a while longer after that, a lot, a lot while longer of trying everything to get the result I was looking for, not really achieving what I wanted to, um, to the point where curiosity got the better of me and I decided to try it and just see what would happen. So I kind of skeptically tried guided meditation and I was trying the Headspace app. Some of you might know what that is. Uh, It's like a little meditation app and I was trying some guided, short guided meditations. And it was okay, but I didn't really like the guided aspect it really kind of it really distracted me the yeah it was I was like kind of in that okay okay I could feel myself calming down but then someone would start talking and it was like what are you doing <laughs> i would lose my train of thought and it was just kind of too distracting for me so I tried I kind of stopped using that and then I was trying some other methods of um, kind of meditation and I found um, one that really worked for me and something I really loved to do, which was breathing meditation um, as, and visualization. That's something that kind of a game changer for me. And I started doing that every single day. And for me, I could just feel like the changes within my body that were happening um, at the time. And it was about two weeks later. I was doing it every day for two weeks consistently. And I just remember thinking, uh, oh, okay, I, 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 I chronic. I suffered from chronic pain in my back for like four years and I remember standing up for one of the, um, about a about two week mark uh, after one of these meditations. And it took me a while to realize that actually I don't have any pain in my back anymore. It was like gone. I was like moving, I was twisting, I was, I was bending. I was going, where's my pain gone? It's like, it's gone. Um, and it was crazy. I, I tried everything before. And I just, after two weeks of consistently doing this, so I still do it now, like every single day. I do it like twice a day now. And I just I had no pain. My energy's been consistent. Um, I've had a lot more focus and a lot more productivity in my work as well, as well as about pretty much anything I do. And I just feel a lot more chilled and relaxed compared to what I used before. I can vouch for that, definitely more chilled and relaxed. Definitely. And it was just a complete game changer for me. And it it took me a while to find uh, what worked for me. But once I did, it result the results that happened were just crazy
0: and i think that's the biggest part is what you mm-hmm. said there's like he found what works for him because there is so many different variations there is no one size fits all so sometimes when we hear the word meditation the association that immediately pops up is sitting down in a lotus position on a cushion or on a mountain mountaintop um, like meditating and that's not necessarily what it has to be like there are so many different ways in which you can experience that meditative state and um, some are easier to achieve than others some you need to work towards um, but it, it, there's, there's so many variations. You can do guided, you can do unguided, you can do visual, you can do um, mindful movement forms of meditation as well. There, there are so, so many. Uh, we're not going to share all of them with you now in this episode. Um, but it's really just to start to open your mind as to, okay, maybe you just haven't found the style of meditation that really works for you yet.
1: Definitely. And it's important before you kind of start playing around, with different styles of meditation trying to find out what works for you is the most important thing is to find out your why. Yes. Why do you want to do meditation in the first place? Yeah. Like for me, people are going, oh, I should try it. it's great, it really relaxes you. And okay, you know that's I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it for any <laughs> of those reasons. It's like it's you've got to find the reason why do you want to do it. What you know, okay. what's the intention. Yeah. Behind? What's the intention behind it? So what do you want to get out of it? Do you want to uh, do you want to manifest something from it so, like, do you want to do you want to feel more calm do you want to create calm um and clarity within your life do you want to kind of work on improving your intuition do you want to work on improving your quality of thinking do you want to do like in the reason i did it was to heal myself is to try and get rid of that chronic pain that i associated with pain for all those years um or do you want to be an instagram meditator Okay, yeah, just, just do it for the sake of put a picture. I'm meditating. How many likes and follows can I get? So, first of all, again, find your why, set your intention of why you want to do it, and then just and then that's when you play around with meditation, see what works for you, and find that. that yeah, that, exactly. And find the method that really can let you connect with and you can do it all the time.
0: And interestingly, it might be that you have a couple of different intentions. Maybe you want to, um, you know, do heal physically, maybe you want to let go of some emotion maybe you want to manifest and it might be that a guided one would help you uh release some emotion whereas a movement one might help with pain for you maybe a um unguided meditation will help for for manifesting for you but it could be completely different for somebody else so that's another thing to link up to sure. is get clear on which Intention and which variation link up and go together, Uh, because it's a step that so many people miss with meditation. They just try it in a certain way, like an old school traditional way, for example, and think that oh, they tried it and it didn't work for them, and then they kind of stop. And that's really sell yourself short. And and we wouldn't like to see you do that. Hence, why we're making this episode (laughs) in the first place. So. Listen, it's, I find it really, really interesting that in the Eastern world, they actually teach kids meditation usually before they actually actually like, teaching them to read. And in the Western world, I know from our personal yeah. you know, learning to read is one of the first things. Learning to read, learning to count, those kind of things is what we learn in the beginning. Whereas actually, if we were taught this meditative state and how to tap into that we probably would have learned to read and count, etc., much faster because we would have been in a more resourceful state. Um, but now, and I'm very grateful for it, like this Eastern ways uh, are kind of creeping into the Western world and the ancient wisdom is creeping into everyday uh, modern life now as well. And I think it's so, so powerful for us to really, t- to, to be grateful for that and just to welcome it and, and play with it and see how it fits into your reality and in your world right now. Uh, because it's, it's like I said, it's something we we can leverage. It's something that in, increases the quality of our life and over experience and results. And it's it's just so so powerful. I mean, as you can probably hear in my voice, <laughs> like I'm really passionate about it, and it's something that I would Im- implore others to at least you know spike a bit more interest into mm-hmm. to see what's relevant for you and your unique you. So many of the the top performers and leaders in the world are using meditation to keep them at that high level of performance as well. You've got like Ray Dalio, business mogul, um, that's using this to to help to improve not only his business but the world. You've got people like Richard Branson, uh, Vishen Lakhiani um, from Mind Valley, like all. Le- um, all you know preaching about meditation in a way because it's just it's so so powerful and it, because you're coming from a resourceful state and uh, you know being creative ideas being able to be innovative to be able to manifest it's no coincidence that these guys that are the you know top of the top of the top the creme de la creme are getting the results they want and that there's no manifestation going on there of course there is right and it's all coming from um you know being in that resourceful space so that they can drive those results forwards even more and i think um, when we start to open up to the possibilities that come with meditation then we get to exp- experience them
1: yeah and there you go and it's uh, why why is meditation so useful okay there's a lot of people i asked this question a lot of times in the past is It was do meditation, do meditation, but why? Why is it? What is it going to do for me? Why is it so useful? And one of the reasons which was big for me, which is uh, increasing clarity. Like for me, I used to associate my pain with being physical all the time. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, my my posture or my training or I'm not moving well. So all this pain is a result of this. And when I started to breathe, frankly, I started to focus on um, my kind of breathwork meditation and visualization, I started to become more clear on what was actually happening in my body, the sensations I was feeling. Mm. And they were just all these sensations and feelings and pent-up emotions and um, tension that I was holding on. And by doing this visualization, like we said, it helps to create... um, You can manifest what you want from it. And by doing that, I released all that um, tension I was holding, all that emotion, and all that physical pain I thought I had... For many, many years, just dissipated without doing any physical um, kind of fix onto it. Exactly. It was, it was just sensation. observing the sensation. My body, that pain was my body saying, please, like, pay attention to me and just, you know, I'm giving you, I'm telling you what's happening. You just need to listen. And then, as soon as I listened and I paid attention to it, that clarity hit. It was like, okay, okay, now <laughs> that that's what's happening. And as soon as that happened, it's like, okay, pain gone. It's like, okay, and then that feeling was just. Immense, and now I know what those feelings mean, and kind of like their sensations mean. That's why I. St- that's why I do it every single day. I do breath work, I do visualization. I do it every single day because I know that that's, that's what my body wants. It's what my body needs, and it's by the a response to, it, and, and by giving it that, I get to create and manifest the environment I want for my body, which is obviously of pain, uh, no pain. Lots of energy and just um, be able to move more mindfully and freely,
0: and that will come from the charity. Yeah,
1: just will come from being more clear about what's happening with my body.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Listen, another reason why it can be so so useful and um, to meditate, uh, whether that be through breath, through visual, mm. through guided, etc., is because we can generate insights beyond our known intelligence. And what I mean by that is we get to kind of tap into this intuition and we get these ideas and we start to think maybe slightly differently just because we put ourselves in a different state. Um, If you've ever had a great idea in the shower, right, that's because you're so present with whatever it is you're up to that your, your mind has just got the freedom to do whatever it needs to do and then all of a sudden this idea pops into our head or this light bulb moment is because it's coming beyond our known intelligence and that is something, again, that really, really helps from a creativity perspective, from an innovation perspective. I know um, Vision Lakhiani that I mentioned earlier on he puts a lot of his ideas come specifically from meditation and then he goes and puts them into action and they end up being some of his most successful ideas. And he doesn't even claim those ideas as his own. He's like, no, it just comes to me. Okay. And it's like, that's coming because he's in that state and he's able to tap in um, to those you know, brain states that are needed to be, able to be able to translate that information back into kind of his world and his reality. And we can do that same thing too.
1: Yeah, and another way, um, kind of meditation can help is by cultivating a calmer mind, and this ties into what Charlotte just mentioned there um, about when you go into that state of meditation, you can change your state from feeling stressed and overwhelmed to feel or want to feel more calm and centered. And when you do that, it can create those opportunities of creativity and it, anything, yeah. that, and those ideas come to you um, by creating a calmer mind because your mind's not going crazy with stress and worrying about everything that's happening yeah. around you um you're creating that kind of what we call that parasympathetic state with that rest and digest state which is putting you into a more calmer state and your whole yeah your whole nervous system hold, yeah, just, nervous system just whoosh, yeah. gets to that point of relaxation <laughs> exactly <laughs> feels right. good. and then you can be resourceful
0: <laughs> yeah and then that shows up in everything yeah right? for sure So another reason why it's so, so useful is because it reduces that noise in the mind, that mental clutter. And, you know, we've spoken about this before, the self-talk, that little voice that's in there. Meditation helps to calm that down. It helps, like John mentioned earlier, to get some clarity around actually what's being said, what's true, what's not. But it slows down those thoughts. So many people struggle for anxiety and overthinking. And a lot of that is stemming from this internal dialogue that is on overdrive. So when we get to go into that calmer state and our nervous system gets to calm, that voice starts to slow down a little bit as well. And when our mind can slow down and that noise starts to disappear, then we get to come out of that in a much better, healthier state to show up for ourselves and for our loved ones.
1: Awesome. And becoming less affected by your emotions is a really good, kind of a useful thing that meditation can do for you. Mm So if you're someone who just really holds in emotions a lot and doesn't really express them much, then meditation can help you to become less affected by emotions by dealing with your emotions. Um, so they can help you deal with them if you've got any serving, unserving emotions. When they show up, is you know you've got a better emotional intelligence to be able to deal with them in any situation that arises. So if you're in work, for example, and you've got a stressful situation that comes up, and you've been meditating regularly and learning how to deal with your emotions those situations are not going to affect you as much as before and you're going to be in a better more resourceful place to actually deal with them aren't you
0: yeah absolutely so like John said there, you can use meditation to let go of emotion, but you can also use it to create the high-vibing stuff as well, right? The high vibrations, yeah. and, and that then puts you in a much more peaceful state so that people can't steal your peace, right? They, it just doesn't happen. You don't get triggered as easily as well, and therefore your emotional intelligence gets more and more high yeah. isn't it? So another massive benefit here as well for, for meditation is increased pattern recognition, And this might sound a bit different from some of the ones you've you've heard us talk about before as well. This is one that's so, so powerful because when we do quiet the noise and we're calmer and we kind of are observing and can step back we start to be able to see different patterns we start to be able to recognize different trends and this is this is great from a personal perspective because you start to learn what works what didn't work in the past and you get to kind of redirect yourself and maybe get yourself back on track whether that be at work whether that be your own mental and emotional well-being whether it's your fitness like whatever you can start to see patterns occurring because the noise is quieter but also your, your brain is literally being rewired to be the observer and when that happens that can be so so powerful and for us and i'm you know, openly share that in business, it has a massive impact. We see patterns of what our clients achieve and what works, what, what maybe didn't work for a different kind of personality. All of those things are really helpful from a financial perspective, noticing what trends occur so that you know, okay, this works, so therefore I'm going to do this again in future. We start to be able to then predict what's going to happen. And then that becomes very, very helpful from a manifestation perspective within business, within life, Um, again in any area that you want to focus on for your meditation you'll be able to start to recognize these patterns so you can intervene and then you can actually behave differently when you're in kind of the real world and the idea with meditation is that you start to live from that meditative space so you don't have to have an allocated practice but that's more of a long-term goal
1: definitely and one of the um, kind of uh, the huge benefit here of meditation is to help create Kind of that connection between heart and mind, mm. and this is important when you're doing stuff like visualization. Um, like for me, visualization was huge when I added it in to help get me rid of chronic pain, because I was visualizing what my body, what my, what my body already had, which was pain-free, moving well, lots of energy. But instead of visualizing what I wanted to, I'm visualizing what my body was actually in in that moment, which I already had it. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. observing it. Um, but to make to manifest that and to actually make that happen. This is where that connection between heart and mind, that heart-mind coherence needs to happen. And by kind of working on your breath and getting your body into that state where your heart and mind connect and they become aligned, then that manifestation of what you're visualizing starts to actually happen and you start to get what you're visualizing. Um, well, as I say, start to get, you've already got it, but what's happening is you in because of that connection between heart and mind, your body's actually getting, okay, Oh no, you have got it. Yeah, okay. They're on the same page. They're on the they same page now. Yeah, they know yeah. what to do. So okay, I don't need this. Doesn't need to be there anymore. That doesn't need to be there anymore. So and that's that's what happened with me. That's how my pain just kind of went. Um, is it was it was already gone. I just had to again listen and observe and get observe on own and get up my own way. Yeah. And then again, and then my body just gave me exactly what it what, what it wanted. What it what it already had all um, all along.
0: Heart mind coherence was a really really powerful one for me. So, you know, my own personal experience with meditation is slightly different to John's. I always kind of had an idea about it and knew that it was helpful. I wasn't sure really how and again kind of where to start to be honest. And I started, you know, with Headspace out. I kind of learned the principles and I was like, okay. Let's explore some more. And that's where I started to get really excited about it. Because heart-mind coherence helped me to become more associated with my emotions. It helped me become more associated with myself in terms of what my body was feeling. But also about what my my soul was saying about what I wanted to be doing with, with my time and my life. And how I wanted to show up in the world. Um, mentally, I was able to obviously become a lot calmer. And you know, when your heart and mind are on the same page... You get to really create how you're showing up, and you get to create emotions on demand in in other words, if you want to be the uh, bringing joy to the party, if you want to be you know holding space for other people 's emotion and coming from a place of compassion it 's very easy to do that when you're very in touch with your emotions and You know, every situation that you find yourself in with how you're interacting in the the world is it requires a certain state from you. And if you can create that on demand, then you're already winning. You're already going to be living from a place of creation and a place of being rather than this busy person that's constantly doing and moving on to the next thing all the time. And when you do that, not only your results improve, but those around you get better results as well. So it's very, very powerful. Another form of meditation that was very, very helpful for me on my journey was, um, and you've probably heard me speak about this before, And um, there's a whole episode on this, um, which was my Vipassana experience, which was basically 10 days silent meditation. It's an old ancient meditation style, um, and it was just very, very powerful for me. It gave me some some great insights, and it wasn't the meditation itself that gave me the insights. That was one of the benefits, like I said earlier, about kind of going beyond the intelligence that we know. I was able to really take away some key learnings from that and become again even more associated with how I was living, how I was being, and how I wanted to be as well. Um, And it's really important to recognize that I'm not saying that these are the ones you should do, I'm just saying these are the ones that work really, really well on my personal journey. But it's up to you now to to really figure out what is right for you. we, we see how powerful it is that we we teach clients now we teach the people that we coach how to meditate and we help them figure out and suss out what it is that they need that's going to work for them to help them get the results they want uh i also teach this on the spiritual discovery yeah. course as well um and in our meditation library also uh, yeah
1: yeah for sure and i'm getting you're probably listening to all this and going oh my god this sounds already interesting but where do I start? Exactly. <laughs> okay, or you may have started and you might have thinking, okay, I'm not really sure if what I'm doing is working for me or getting the results that I'm looking for. So what we're going to share with you is just a short four-step process on how to start if you're either new to this or if you've done a bit but you're not really sure if it's kind of working for you or not. Okay, so the first step here is to, again, define your why and set your intention. So yeah. why do you want to do meditation in the first place? What is your intention? What do you want to get out of it? like we mentioned earlier. Number two is to do a short five minute guided meditation and then build upon it. So this is something you can do from, like we said, the headspace app is a good starting point for most people getting into meditation, because it gives you some nice short guided meditation to see if again, if it's something that works for you and just helps you, allows you to follow your natural breath. Okay, and then number three is to do it consistently for two weeks, okay? To do it consistently for two weeks, see how it feels. And number four is the most important part, reflect. Okay, is to reflect how you feel before, during, and after your meditation. And the reason this is so important is because after, um, within that two week span, if you're reflecting and at the end of your two weeks, you're going, Okay, I've done my guided meditation. I didn't feel anything. I don't think it's for me. Now, and then you already know by reflecting on every, when you've been doing it every day that, Okay, this hasn't worked. What's next? What can I do next? What can I try next? Instead of just going, Okay, this didn't work meditation doesn't work for me so i'm just Mm -hmm. going to stop okay you can now reflect and go okay this did work this didn't work i felt like this i enjoyed this one One, one, but not this one and then you keep again you keep reflecting until you find the meditation that works for you that process that actually works for you and that your body responds or that your that your whole being responded to well Yeah.
0: yeah Yeah, definitely. But to help you along with this as well, we're going to give you access, if you're obviously listening to this episode and you've made it to the end, uh, we'll give you access, seven-day free access to our meditation library. Um, On there, there's a whole introduction on us going deeper into different styles of meditation like I said earlier we're not going to go into all of them now or with this podcast on forever um so in that meditation you have that you also have lots of guided meditations and unguided meditations as well that you can follow and it's a really really great starting point this is this is something that's usually only available for our coaching clients and for anybody that does the spiritual discovery course and um, so it's something that we want to give to you really as a gift for taking the time out to actually learn for yourself Um, And also, we want to give back, you know, the world is still in a bit of chaos and turmoil at the moment with everything that's going on. Um, And we want to do what we can to help. So just send us an email uh, with Meditation 101 or Meditation Library, and we will make sure we ping back a link to you so that you've got access for it.
1: Definitely, guys. So that is it from us today hope you enjoyed what we've spoken about. And like Charlotte said, drop us an email um, if you want your seven-day access to the Meditation Library. We'll get that over to you as soon as possible. So until then, see you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, and if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode.
0: Please share it with a friend who you think might benefit.
1: Spread the word. That's how we are going to impact the world by helping each other.
0: We appreciate you so much and as always, unconditional love and wellness.